all the honor. And so, Father, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in thine sight, O Lord. It is our strength, our Redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. Oh, last Sunday, my girl did an amazing job. Hallelujah. I just want to say thank you, baby. Thank you. You did an amazing job on last Sunday to our awesome worship ministry, our ministry of worship. Just want to say thank you to you guys. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Aaron. And thank you, Harp. We really appreciate you. If you didn't have an opportunity to give on today, I want you to take some time and understand that your giving matters at the Rock Church. Your tithe, the 10%. Your offering, hallelujah, that which is above, where God opens up the windows of heaven and he pours you out a blessing. And then your love seed, the harvest that you sow into your man of God. We're just so excited to be with you on today and excited to be here. What an awesome time and what an awesome moment in worship on today. And I want you to just go right to the book. I want you to go right to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter number 40. And we're going to settle right in the verses of 27 through 31. Hallelujah. I'll be reading out of the Amplified Bible. Again, Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter number 40, verses 28 through 27. We're going to be talking about today the weary get well. We've been in this season of being graced to do it again. And my girl talked so eloquently on last week powerfully under the anointing on last week. I'm in a press. I want to just remind you that in every press, that in every moment, she began to talk about how the woman with the issue of blood, she pressed her way through. And not only did she press her way through, but it was her faith that made her well. It was her faith that brought her into a place where she was completely healed, where she was granted the peace to live free. And then he said, be healed, totally healed, no residue, nothing coming back ever. As we go and we continue in this moment of worship, talking about today, the weary get well. Even the strongest people get tired at times, but God's power and strength never diminish. He is never too tired or too busy to help and listen his strength is our source of strength. When you fall and you feel like life is crushing you and you can't go another step, remember that you can call on God to renew your strength. Learning how to trust God and learning how to wait God, to wait on God when things are not working in our favor can really be tough mind-boggling to the point that we will question God, the God that we serve every day, and the God that we believe in, lamenting in the trials and the tribulations, the suffering and the loss of material things that have occurred that bring about grief and turmoil within our family, our communities, our friends, our loved ones. The thought that God doesn't care, that God has given up, 
He's thrown in the towel and has chosen not to respond to the distress, the discontentment, or the despair of the circumstances that, that life has brought upon us. The text here lends us a view in that the people, the people of Judah were in a certain place in their lives and they began to question God. I, I want to ask you this question. Have you ever been in a moment where you questioned God? where you literally sat there and you said, I, I, I've got some questions in my mind, but not only questions, but I need to question, uh, are you the God that said that you would heal my body? Are you the God that I've seen you provide for others? Are, are you the God that has brought mama and daddy out? Are, are you the same God that I saw you uh, heal and save a family, but it seems like where I am, I've not experienced that type of God. The weary do get well but there are times in our life where we struggle where we go through the ups and downs of life where we're really at a point where we question God and here in the text Isaiah uh, is prophesying about the greatness of God he's preaching and he's declaring the greatness of God uh, the children of Judah uh, are, are encamped in an exile they're in a moment where they have been disobedient they've disobedient connected themselves from God and their and their children now are beginning to cry out is there a God uh, we can see this uh, right here in verse 27 uh, where it says why O Jacob do you say and declare O Israel my way and my lot are hidden from the Lord and my right is passed over without regard from God. Can I just really be real here? Uh, when you look at the text and you really break that text open, uh, uh, there is a question here that says, uh, it seems like God has passed us over it. It seems like my issue, uh, God has taken no regard. He has no care. Uh, it seems like he's sleeping. Is he on vacation? Uh, is he somewhere? It, it, it seems like that we're going going to be here forever but my father said uh, that there is a God in heaven uh, the thought that God is either hiding or gone astray can can be the reality of life storms that come to play with our minds and our thought process where are you in your life what storms and trials have hit you that hard that have caused you and I to ask us a question I can really answer that question for you. Uh, it is the consequences of life, the mistakes, the good, the bad. They're, they're all mixed in one particular bowl, and the bowl says, are you God enough to bring me out? Are you the God that cares enough for me? Are, are you the God that sees that I'm in pain? You, 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 you see that I'm, I'm in a moment in my life where I just don't seem like I'm going to make it. Do you? really care? Have you not known or understood when you look at this text here, when you, when you look at it, uh, the prophet gives us through verses 28 and 31 uh, a clear optic and a voice of what the prophet Isaiah is saying to the nation of Judah and how it relates to the body of Christ today. This prophetic utterance that is spoken to a nation that has disconnected itself from the grace and favor of their God places us at a scene 
where Isaiah makes it clear that if they, that if you and I today will simply trust and believe God, he'll not fail you. His response to what verse 27 says is, have you not known? Have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not faint or grow weary? There is no searching for his understanding. Uh, uh, Isaiah responds uh, to verse 27 by saying, have you not known have you not known, understood, ascertained, or, or become acquainted with? Have you not heard, comprehended, or listened, or heeded that God hasn't moved? Come on now. Nor has he changed his mind towards you and I. Uh, have you forgotten that God is so big that he's everlasting, he's forever, he's ceaseless, he's eternal, uh, he's outlasting than anything that can last in the earth or the universe. Uh, have you not heard in the midst of your turmoil, in the midst of your grief, in the midst of your pain, uh, have you not heard, uh, uh, did you not know that God is still God? Can I say it? Uh, God is still God. Uh, he hasn't moved his address. Come on now. He hasn't changed his location. Hallelujah. He hasn't turned off his Wi-Fi signal. He hasn't turned off his 5G. Come on now. He's still working. He's still moving. Although I'm in a press, although I'm weary and, and, and I just don't know which way to go. Have you? Isaiah says, uh, I need to clap back at you because sometimes we begin to complain instead of worshiping. Uh, we complain instead of just being faithful. Uh, we complain and we quit and we give up and we turn around. But Isaiah simply says, have you not heard, understood? Uh, have you not known? Uh, have you comprehended? Uh, have you not understood that God is just that big? My God is big. He's strong. Uh, he's powerful. He's omnipotent. Come on now. Uh, he's my everything. He's my all in all. Come on now. Uh, he's powerful in all of his glory and all of his splendor and all of his majesty God has not stopped listening to you and I come on now it's in the middle of the fight where we must remember that God has not gone rogue. Uh, I believe that some of us believe that, that God has turned his back, that, that God has turned off his ear, uh, uh, that he's taken his AirPods out of his ear. Come on now. Uh, that, that he's taken his beats off of his ear and, and, he, and he doesn't have room enough to hear you because there's so much going on. But I need to tell you, it's in the middle of the fight where we must remember that God has not gone rogue, baby. Uh, Think about it. Uh, God never gets weary. Come on now, Marty. Uh, he never gets weary, fatigue, or faint, uh, nor is he tired, struggling, or laboring. In hearing your prayers, my prayers, our prayers, and the desperation of our hearts, uh, God is God enough to watch us go through. Come on now. Uh, uh, he's God enough to watch me grow and endure the moments where his voice seems dim. 
and his arms of protection are at a distance. But can I tell you, God is still God. Come on now. There is a moment where the weary get well, but you've got to remember that God is still God. He, he's still God. He's still sitting on the throne. Uh, he hasn't lost his mind. God is not depressed. Uh, God is not frustrated. He's not full of anxiety. Come on now. He's just being God. Come on now, uh, uh, can, can I tell you, uh, 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 God never gets restless, sleepy, confused to the point that he loses control. Come on now, uh, we, we don't serve a God that loses control. God is always tempered with control. Uh, he's a disciplined God. Uh, 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 he's a God that always has control over every situation. I like what the writer says here because it brings the reader, you and I, the text, uh, into a place where we we must stop and say to ourselves, how long will you and I question the ability of God's sovereignty? Uh, we pray that you're sovereign. Uh, we pray, Lord, make a way. We pray, God, I trust you. We pray, Lord, I, I, I need you. But in the middle of weariness, we begin to question what we believe in. Uh, but I'm here to tell you today, it's in the middle of the fight where you've got to examine why are you questioning God's ability and his sovereignty he's sovereign enough to be God he's sovereign enough to do it like he wants to when he wants to where he wants to and how he wants to uh, can somebody say it with me uh, God is still God Come on now. Uh, God is not this God that is just sitting there in the text uh, 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 that is mad and angry. And, and people think today that, that they're praying to a God that is going to strike them down the moment that you say, forgive me of my sins. Lord, I need some help. Will you bring me out of trouble? I, I know I made the mistake. I, I know I'm suffering from some consequences uh, just like the children of Judah. They're in some consequences they have, that they have brought upon themselves but God is still God. He'll love me enough and be mad at me. He'll love me enough and be angry at me. He'll love me enough to see me through my own mistake. God is still God. Uh, can I just tell you, the weary get well. Can, can I, I, need, I need you to just say that, the weary get well. Come on now. Uh, what do you mean when you say, the weary gets well? Uh, uh, the weary gets well. Come on now. Uh, uh, you ask the question and you say, have you forgotten about us? Isaiah responds in verse number 28 and he says, have you not known that God is still God? Have you not heard that he's everlasting? But then he begins to prove. I want to show you what God does in weary moments. I, I want to show you how God is still God. Uh, I, I, I want to show you that God hasn't lost his power. He hasn't lost his flavor. He hasn't lost his swag. God is still God. In verse number 29, uh, he says that he gives strength to the weary. And to him who lacks might, he increases his power. Can, can I say that again? Uh, 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 he's so everlasting that he's ceaseless. Come on now. Uh, he's never ending. He, he can outlast anything that will live in the earth and the universe. Uh, but in moments of weariness, uh, God is compassionate. Come on now. Uh, he's not an unfair God. Come on now. At times, life may seem like uh, uh, God is just not being fair to me. But, but God is a fair God. Why? Because he gives strength 
to the weary. Come on now. Uh, uh, and to him who lacks might, he increases his power. Come on now. Can I just break this down in the standstills of life as we wait? Come on now. God gives uh, his strength to the weary and those who become weak and those who have become weak from the battle, the fight, the trial, the sickness, the pain of rejection, not only does he grant the weary his strength to endure, but to him who lacks vacuity. Come on now, that word means that you're empty and you have nothing left. Come on now. Uh, he gives his power to him who lacks vacuity, the might. Come on now, his wealth and his substance and physical strength by increasing his power uh, uh, to be multiplied. Come on now, he gives strength to the weary and the one who lacks might, he gives him increased power. So can I tell you, you might be in a Babylon situation. You might be in exile. You might be in a hospital. You might be going through some things in your life and it seems like the prison doors are holding you captive and you're saying, Lord, when are you going to open the door? Lord, when are you going to fight for me? Isaiah says that if you could just hold on a little while longer. He says that if you can just hold on and remember that God is still God. Come on now. He's God enough to look down in your situation and grant you strength. He's God enough, hallelujah, that where you're lacking might, uh, uh, vacuity, where you are empty, he says, I'll give you the might. I'll give you the wealth, the substance, and the strength. He says, but I don't just stop there. I'll increase power so that you can be multiplied in my glory, be multiplied in power behind the bars that you're in behind the sickness that you're in no matter where you are God is still God can I say it the weary get well the, 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 the weary will get well but you got to understand that there is a process come on now a process of elimination come on now there is a process that you got to grow in a process that causes you and I to endure this fight come on now when we think about it hallelujah I, I like this here in verse number 30 he says though the youths grow weary and tired and vigorous men who are full of physical and mental strength stumble come on now uh, God is not a God that stumbles come on now God is not a God who's late he's not a weak God he's not a punk God uh, he's not some God that just wants to do what he wants to do and he never shows up come on now God will fight with you God is a God that will walk with you through the storm and through the rain come on now and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. Come on now. Uh, Y'all know about it. Uh, come on. He's a God that still sits on the throne. God is still God. Can I hear you say it? The weary do get well. Come on. Though the, text, though the text is clear when it says that even the strong stumble and fall, those who are completely drained and emotionally, physically, financially, think about it. We've strong, we're, we're strong in the 
spirit. We're, we're powerful in the spirit. But there are moments where we stumble and we fall because we're not God. Come on now. Uh, uh, we're God-like, but we're not God. Can I say it again? We're God-like, created in his image. Uh, but we don't have the sovereignty of God. We don't have the deity of God. Uh, we're his children. We are the inheritance of him. Uh, but we don't have the God, God, God being. Come on now. We're, we're God's children, but we're not God. The capital G-O-D. Come on now. The God that still sits on the throne. The God that never made a mistake. Come on now. The God that never sinned. The God that never created sin. Come on now. The God that's not a part of sin, but he's the God that redeems sin. Come on now. He's the God that'll bring you out of your sin. He's the God that'll love you in the middle of your sin. He's the God that cares even though he's disappointed. Even though he feels like, why don't they love me enough? He's God enough. Why? Because he's the God of unconditional love. He's a God that's long-suffering. He's a God that's patient enough. He's a God that says, these are my children and I will never abandon what I've created. I will allow you to go through what you desire to go through on your own, but can I tell you, God never made a mistake. From the time he created you, he never made a mistake. He knew that your name would be that name. He knew that you would be sitting here today. God is such a God that he knows everything. He's not confused. He's not flabbergasted. He's not discombobulated. He's not out of his mind. He's just being God. Come on now, uh, uh, can somebody help me here? Uh, uh, the weary, the weary, the weary, the weary. Uh, I've been in the storm too long, just like the mighty clouds of joy used to sit in that song. I've been in the storm too long. Uh, too long I keep waiting. Too long I keep praying while I'm being mistreated and talked about. It's too long. Uh, when are you going to bring me out, God? I feel like I can't walk no more. I feel like I can't breathe no more. I feel like the fight is just beyond on me. God, I feel like I just need to give up. God, I feel like life is not good to me. God, why do you have me here? But God is still God. The weary do get well. But can I tell you, I can say it again, the weary do get well, but only for those, can I say it? The weary do get well, but only for those in verse, come on, y'all ain't hearing it right here, in verse number 30, for those who wait on the Lord. Come on now, there's a moment where Isaiah is saying, I know you asked the question, but I just wanted to remind you that God is everlasting, that God has not lost his ability to be God. And then I want to tell you that he will give you strength. He's going to give you the power that will increase in your life to make it through, but only the weary get well. Why? Because those who wait for the Lord, what are you talking about? The text says right there, wait for the Lord. I want to break this down right here. Wait for the Lord. Come on, what do you mean? Those who wait, expect, anticipate, trust, and have confidence that, that, will, that the thing will unwind what seems to be twisted and tangled for the Lord. Yahweh, my provider, my healer, my deliverer, my way maker, promise keeper. He's the miracle worker, as Rance Allen used to say. But those who wait for the Lord, not only do you wait, but he says you will gain new strength. Come on now. You'll be renewed 
renewed, uh, uh, being like new, be reestablished and improved in strength, having the ability, the capacity, and the power. The weary do get well, but you got to wait for the Lord. Uh, you got to anticipate. You got to expect. Come on now. You got to position and posture yourself and prepare yourself that God is getting ready to renew your strength. He's getting ready to cause you to come out of it, but you got to wait for the Lord. I'm talking about a waiting that'll cause you to cry, a waiting that'll cause people to leave you alone, a waiting that'll cause you to walk by yourself. But when you wait for the Lord, it says that he will give you new strength. Not only, come on now, uh, not only will he give you new strength, but it says those who are weary, come on now, y'all get with me, it says they will mount up, come on now, with wings like eagles. Can I break it down? They'll mount up. They will ascend, climb, overcome, and be increased with wings that have the mobility and agile extremity with the intense degree for flying in the air. Are you talking about the weary? It seems like I can't walk. It seems like I can't jump. But God says that I'll give you strength. Come on now. I'll give you strength that'll cause you to mount up. It'll cause you to ascend. It'll give you strength to climb with wings. Come on now. Can somebody just do your arms like this and say, I got wings to fly. Come on now. Wings with intense degree. Come on now. Uh, they're going to show me how to cut the curves. They're going to show me how to cut through the wind. They'll show me how to glide. They'll show me how to rise above the storm. Uh, he says that they will mount up with wings like eagles. Come on now. Uh, having the godlike nature to soar and fly above the wind and the storm. Come on, let's work this graves. God is saying that if you will just wait on me, I know you're weary. I know you're going through in your life right now, but if you will wait for the Lord, he says, I'll give you new strength and he says, I'll cause you to mount up with wings just like eagles. The weary get well. Can somebody say it? Uh, there is a moment in your life where weariness is going to become well-doing. There is a moment in your life where your weariness is going to dissipate, where it's going to fade away, but you've got to learn to wait on a God who's still God. The weary get well because they have been conditioned, trained, and prepared, come on, look at the text, to run, moving fast by using one's feet, come on now, uh, with one foot on the ground at any given time without ever getting tired and pushed out of the way, fatigued, troublesome, worn out, or depleted of strength, come on now, it, it says that they will run and not get tired, he says, I'm going to cause you to mount up with wings like an eagle but then I'm going to cause you to run come on now and not get tired can I say it like I really feel it uh, come on Hanks I, I need you to come up here with me man and teach me really how to preach this thing can I say it right here the weary get well because they have been conditioned by God you've been trained by God you've been formatted by God to run 
God has created you in times of weariness to run and not get tired. To run and not get tired. Can I hear somebody? I want to run. Uh, give me feet. Uh, give me running in my feet that'll cause me to dance. Uh, give me the run that'll cause me to run on anyhow. I need to run out of this, uh, but I won't get tired. I won't get weary. I won't become fatigued or troublesome. Why? Because God is still God. And because God is still God, he's putting himself in me, the Holy Ghost, the power that sustains me to live right, the power that sustains me to lift up my head when things go wrong, the power that causes me to run and not get tired. Come on now. Here we go. I'm talking about, do y'all remember that cartoon, The Road Runner? The Road Runner, you, you never saw his feet really hitting the ground because he was running so fast. And that's why, <laughs> and, and, and that's why the coyote could never catch him because his feet were constantly moving like this. In moments of weariness, God says, I need to give you a perpetual fire that'll cause you to run where the enemy can never see your foot hitting the ground. Come on now. You're running so fast that the enemy is just amazed at how you're still moving. I can't catch him, but I don't even see his feet hitting the ground. I can't catch his cadence. I, I, I can't catch the wind because you're moving at a steady pace. Come on now. He says, I will cause you to run and not get tired. Come on now. Come on, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Last and finally, the weary get well, not only because they learn how to run and maintain their pace through hard times without suffering tiredness, but the weary get well because they have been taught during the waiting process what it means to walk it out. Come on now, uh, uh, to, to walk it out. Y'all know my mind just goes, and, and when I heard that walk it out, I just heard that old rap song or whatever used to go, walk it out, walk it out. And I'm like, I wish I had some young people that I could have just called up here today and put that beat on, and they just taught us how to walk it out. Uh, sometimes you've got to walk it out. Come on now. Sometimes you've got to get down, and you've got to walk it out. Come on now. I need you to look at your neighbor and say, it's time to walk it out. Come on now. You gotta walk out of what you've just been going through. You gotta walk out what you've been in. You gotta walk out after you run and you don't get weary and tired. He says, I'm gonna give you strength to walk it out. Come on now. You gotta walk it out in your behavior as if all the troubles have vanished into thin air with no worry of tomorrow and no worry and no worry of what yesterday looked like. The weary get well by walking through what they had just come out of David says in Psalms he says it right here yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will not fear for thy rod and thy staff they comfort me you gotta walk it out come on now I'm weary and I'm tired but he says stand up after you finish running you're not tired he says begin to walk it out lift up your heads oh ye gates lift up your heads and be strong ah push 
push your shoulders back and walk it out. Come on now. And after you walk it out, I like what Paul says in Galatians 6 and 9. He says that if you want to shake off weariness, he says, be not weary in well-doing or become discouraged for at the appointed time you shall reap and faint not. Come on now. If we, come on now, I need you to just say it. If we, if you, if I would just wait, come on now, for the Lord who expect, look for, and hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power. Come on now. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God. Come on now. Like eagles rising towards the sun, they will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. Only then shall we be free. The weary get well. Can I hear you saying? The weary get well. So Holy Spirit, I need you to overtake me. Holy Spirit, I need you to dwell with me. Holy Spirit, I need you to just overtake me. Give me your strength. Give me your power. Give me the grace to run on and see what the end will be. Give me the grace to walk it out. Give me the strength, oh God, to do what you called me to do. I know that I'm in a storm, but you said I've got grace to do it again. I've got grace to understand that my weariness won't last, that my weariness won't be for the rest of my life because you are a God that cares for me. A God that loves me enough. Come on now. Come on, lift your hands. Come on, you've been weary. This pandemic is wearing us out. Come on now. Come on now. It's become too heavy on my life. Isaiah is saying in this moment that for those who wait on the Lord, if you wait and expect and anticipate, he says, you'll gain new strength. You'll gain new power. He says, I'll mount you up with wings that'll cause you to fly like an eagle that'll cause you to fly in the spirit that'll cause you to fly in every area of your life come on now grace come on now come on come on come on there's a moment of worship right here come on hallelujah 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 come on come on come on come on I don't mind waiting come on now Come on, I don't mind waiting, oh God. He says, wait for the Lord, and he'll give you new strength. Uh, he'll give you wings to fly like an eagle. He'll cause you to run and not be tired. He'll cause you to walk and not be weary and faint. But Lord, I feel as if I'm fainting. I feel as if I'm falling. Lord, calls me to wait on you. Come on, lift your hands. 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 I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. 
of our life. Teach us how to wait on you, God. In the weary moments of our life, oh God, show me your hand of grace and favor while I wait. But Father, I want to do your will as I wait on you, oh God. Come on now. I, I just don't want to wait on you, but I want to do your will. I, I want to please you, oh God. I, I, I want to walk in faith. I want to live in Oh God, Father, Father, as I wait on you, I want to believe in you. Father, I want to obey you and I, I want to trust you and depend on you, Father. I, I'm not talking about the waiting, oh God, that, that causes me to be lazy and become idle and, and restless in my mind. But I'm talking about the waiting, oh God, that causes me to run after you, oh God. The waiting, oh God, that causes my heart to pat after you like the deer. But I'm waiting on you to give me strength. I'm waiting on you to bring a miracle in my life. Come on now. Come on, let's say it again. Oh, Lord, yeah. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting.
He's going to give us wings, mount us up with wings like eagles. He'll cause us to run and not get tired. He'll cause our feet to walk it out, not become weary. But I want you to do this. I want you to find a place this week and just wait on the Lord. Wait for the Lord to touch your life. Wait for the Lord to do it. Don't, don't step out because you become prideful and arrogant, but just wait on it. Keep believing, but wait. Keep working the plan, but wait on God. Come on now. We love you. We appreciate you. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. This is my prayer, is that you and I will learn this week how to wait on him. I want to accomplish something in my life. What do I want to do? I want to learn how to wait on him. I want to feel his hand of favor as I wait. And then I want to do something for God this week. Not only do I want to wait, but as I wait, I want to accomplish what he's called me to do. I want you to do those three things this week. Learn to wait. Experience his favor and grace as you wait. And do something as you wait on God. I love you. I appreciate you. God bless you.